is Josh Pastor, former Memphis basketball coach, Georgia Tech. Now, see if I can get all these. I'm going to miss some. I know it. Field of 68, Peacock, ESPN, CBS Sports Network. Coach Pastor, did I get them all? Did I miss one? No, you, you've got them all. In fact, I'm calling the game tomorrow on ESPN, Oregon at Arizona. So uh, Big time. At, two, at 1 p.m. Memphis time. So tune in if you want to watch Oregon, Arizona play. I love Arizona. I love Caleb Love. Uh, but we'll get to that. So you'll, be tu- you'll be tuned in watching then. Yeah, no, I can't wait. I can't wait to, to hear you on the broadcast. Uh, I have Caleb Love. Uh, he's actually my starting point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, and center on my first team All-American team. Uh, he's a good. He's had. He. What's interesting is Caleb Love. I think will be Pac-12 Player of the Year. Or, I mean, he's obviously in great contention for that. And R.J. Davis, uh, yep. I think, is going to be ACC Player of the Year. Oh. And uh, those. So those two guys, uh, kind of the separation from last year's team to what they are now for both teams for both individual players has worked out for both guys. Uh, both guys winning. Good to see. All right, listen. Memphis basketball is in a familiar position, Josh. Uh, as most likely, I mean, there is a scenario where they can win five out of their next six and lose in the AC championship game, and maybe they get an at-large, but they're in a position where I think they would be prudent to operate as though they need to win every game the rest of the year. Really, I mean, it just comes down to the tournament, but as someone who's been in that position at Memphis, knowing that your only way through into the tournament was to win the conference tournament, Take us back to that time and, and, and how, if at all, you changed the way you coach and the desperation of it all. Just what's Penny sort of feeling right now? Well, first of all, great win for them yesterday or last night. Anytime you can win on the road, it was obviously East Carolina had a great crowd. They were ready to go, but Memphis just smashed them. I mean, Penny uh, and and his staff and team were ready to play, and they played outstanding. And and they've been playing that way. They were great against Florida Atlantic. Um, and and I said this uh, about a week and a half ago. I was in ESPN studio. And they, we were talking about the American Conference, and they said, give me a team that's going to be a sleeper team in the American that could win the league championship, the, the conference tournament championship. And I said, it's Memphis. Why are not enough people talking about Memphis? I said, first of all, at one point in this year, they were top 15 in the country. Look at the wins that they've had in the beginning part of the year. Yes, they went through a tough stretch. Yes, they've, they, they, they had a, a couple-week spell where they just struggled. But – um, uh, you got to remember the talent that they have on that team, the amount of good players that they have on that team, um, you know, the, the ability to get hot and score in bunches. So, you know, I, I just I, I like them. I, it would not surprise me one bit for them to to run the t- to run the conference tournament table and, and win the whole thing there. And um, um, you know, and I remember, like you know, we we had we had, we were fortunate to win a couple of those three times the conference tournament championships, and and when you go in there, it's I mean, listen, it's it's a lot of it's just about getting hot, and and you just kind of get on a roll, and you know, you're just playing back to back to back in a sense, and you and you just start feeling it, and then the next thing you know, you're you're in the championship game, and you know, you start playing well again, and then, boom, you got yourself an automatic qualifier to the NCAA tournament. There's, it's a real possibility for Memphis. I still think they're probably going to need to to win the conference tournament to, to get in. I don't think, you know, if they win out and get to the championship, I still think that they'll be on the outside looking in, um, probably. But, uh, 
but it would it would make it an interesting case if they won out the rest of the regular season and got to the championship and lost in the championship. Uh, I think they would be right there, probably on the outside looking in, but it would be awfully close because of some of their wins they've had earlier in the year. But um, but they're more than capable of winning that conference tournament. What you did in 2011, winning three in three days, was hard, and 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 doing that will be hard. What I want to know, Coach, is how much harder if it goes this way and Memphis doesn't get the help it needs and it's outside the top four, that puts it in a spot where it's got to do four in four days. You know, Cal didn't get that done back in 05. Darius misses the free throws. They needed that against Louisville to make the tournament. Just from a coaching standpoint, how much more difficult is four and four as opposed to three and three? Well, uh, three things with that, Jason. Number one is, yes, winning three games in a row is hard. Uh, winning four in a row, when you and, and winning three in a row in three straight days is hard. Winning four in a row in four straight days is really hard. Two is um, um, yes, even when Coach Calipari and the team they had to win four and they missed. It was also that was also in Memphis. Yep, you know right. it was not in a neutral four. site, so they had a great advantage playing in their home court. Right. Kind of you know having the normalcy in the in, in, in that of understanding on that. Um, and so they fell a little short. So that was almost maybe a little bit of an advantage for Good Memphis point. at that time. That's right. And then th- the third part, I would tell you, uh, Jason, it, it makes a big difference uh, getting that that extra buy compared to not. And if they're not, whether they're a top four seed or not. And now you can look at it in a way: the first game that they play, maybe if they play a team that's already played a game, you can say, well, they've had momentum, they've gotten momentum to move forward. But I do think Penny's group is deep enough where they're not playing um, six guys. You know, he's not only playing, you know, six guys. I think he's, he's got more depth to be able to, to, be able to survive four, four games in four, in four days. But, you know, those games also, Jason, you know this, they're quick because you've covered it. They're so quick turnarounds. You could be playing at, at 4 o'clock, yep. and then the next game's at 2 and so the turnaround's quick. And then what happens is if you're not you, – you, to do four games in four days, twin, you need one guy in your team to go off to, like, have one of those just special weak performances, sort of like what happened with UConn um, in the Big East tournament years ago. If yep. you remember when it was Kimba Walker, he just kind of went off. And, yep. and that, you've got to have a guy do that to kind of get you through the rough patches to lead your team to that championship. And to win it, you've got to have someone just literally like David Jones needs to be, you know, he needs to go like he would need to have about 27, 28, three of the four games where he just carries Memphis on their sh- on his shoulders in a sense to get him over that hump. Which, which you know, look, he can do that. Capable. Um, you got the right guy. That's the one. Adding Naquan Tomlin, it also feels like Josh. I mean, he's been different. He's been different. Um, the I don't know how much of of the last few you've been able to see, but. The record is now when Naquan Tomlin plays thirty plus minutes, Memphis is four and one. Um, is is well, is there a level with him that if you know if you're getting this kind of production that oh this this team might be a little different? Yeah, well, I, you know, and I watched I watched the game last night. I saw them play uh, Sunday versus Florida Atlantic, so I've got a good feel on Memphis, and and I think Tomlin's a really good player. I think he's he's playing these last stretch of games to what I think everyone in Memphis, probably the Penny, the coaching staff, thought he would be. And and he's playing a lot. Um, I would also tell you that, you know, one of the things for for uh, Memphis is I think the key word for them is just consistency. 
And, you know, the more they can stay consistent at the level that we all know that they can play at. You both know it. Look, I'm, I'm well aware of it. They've got really good players. And, and it's been evident on what they did earlier in the season. I mean, guys, that's why I said in the ESPN studio, there was a time when we were discussing about Memphis being one of the oldest teams in the country. Yep. But secondly, we were discussing, I mean, I, I was, we were all talking about it, that, that they were a real legit team that could make a run into Glendale, Arizona at the Final Four. I mean, it wasn't like this was eight months ago. You're talking this was in, 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 in a part of December. And so, so they're not that far off. They just got to get their, their, their swagger back. And I'm telling you, the, the win against Florida Atlantic, and, the, and I thought last night was dominating fashion. And so I, I wouldn't bet, you know, I'm not a better, but if I was betting, I would not bet against Memphis running the table all the way through to the conference tournament and winning the whole thing. And look, and, you, and I'm going to tell you a turning point in the season, I, and I was in studio for this as well, too. It's when it's playing Wichita State when it looked like the sky was falling and they were about to lose that game, as you guys know. And David Jones saved them, yep. literally saved them. And and it went from and 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 it, and it for whatever reason that win has propelled them. Yeah, they haven't been perfect every game since, but but that win has propelled them to to where they've got they can get their swagger back and their momentum. And that's that's what I'm talking about. Where David Jones literally just has to carry you and get you over that hump, and he's capable of doing that. And that's what he did in that Wichita State game when literally it looked like the sky was going to crumble in, in, in Memphis, Tennessee, as you both know. It, at that course of that, in that Saturday afternoon, Wichita State-Memphis game. What do you remember, Coach, most about that UTEP win, 67-66? Remember Joe and Chris going off at the end? What do you remember most about that win that put you into the tournament? The, the hug I gave Jeff Calkins. <laughs> I literally, we talked about I, it this I, morning. I, yep, yep, yep. I, I literally bear hugged him. I squeezed him. I, I I didn't know if I was gonna if I eliminated his airways because I hugged him so hard. So, you, you did. Um, you did. Yeah. So I was I was concerned about that looking back on it. But no, what, that was look. What was remembering about that, Jason? Two weeks earlier, yep. and you know this, Jason. I lost out there. We not no. We didn't lose. We got destroyed. Forty set. I'm looking at it. Seventy four forty seven. I forgot how we, bad we it, that it was. That bad. Exactly the anagram. We got the anagram score. And exactly two weeks to the day, you beat them. Later, we end up winning. And I'm telling you that that loss allowed us to win that game. I think UTEP just took us for granted. They didn't take us seriously in that game. They thought they were just going to steamroll us, and we just beat them. And I'll never forget the city of UTEP was in mourning. If you remember, they bought the conference tournament to be played in UTEP that year when Tim Floyd got the job. Who I love, Tim Floyd. An incredible coach, one of the greats. But they bought the tournament to went to get to the NC Toy tournament because they hadn't been in so long, and they had they had a great team, and it was the winner who was taking all. Loser was out, yep. and mm. and the city of El Paso was in mourning. Funeral. In fact, yep. the ushers and the security and the police during timeouts were screaming, rooting for UTEP. There was nothing. There was nothing neutral about it. <laughs> And for us to win the game, and the great thing, the game was at 11 a.m. It was 10 a.m. Tucson time. We got to the hotel at one o'clock. We didn't let we our flight that night wasn't until like 10 p.m. 
the nine hours that we had to sit in the embassy suites was the greatest nine hours of my life, sitting in embassy suites, watching the games, knowing what we did, and knowing the city of El Paso was in complete mourning because of the loss that Memphis gave them that day. Because we went to the tournament and they did. It was an incredible Saturday morning, afternoon, and evening. There was nothing like it. No, it was. Uh, I'll, I'll never forget that moment. Josh, you're the best, man. Stuff. Appreciate you carving out some Thank time you, for us, brother. Thank you. See you guys tomorrow on TV. I'll see you on ESPN. Yep, you got I'll it. I'll be watching. Josh Pastner, Arizona, Oregon. Uh, that's a rematch from earlier in the year. This one, though, in Tucson. Ah. So, uh, and I remember that one because I was on Arizona in that game against Oregon, which they they destroyed him in. I like that Arizona team, man. There's still some plus 950 out there on them. Really? Um, yeah, I mean, I just think Caleb Love's going to recreate some of that ma- uh, magic from a couple of years ago. And I'm not saying they, they you know, they, it, in the end, it's just about being there. And I think they're going to have a chance. There's no question about it. Hey, before we get out of here, i got to tell you about Shoot 360 right here in the Memphis area. And if you want to really get better at the game of basketball, somebody in your house, your son, your daughter, uh, whatever the case may be, get them a membership out to Shoot 360. You're going to notice the difference in the shot, in the passing, in the dribbling. It's it's all there. It's technology. It's It's like stepping into 2K. They're going to love it. They're never going to want to leave. You're going to get your money's worth. It's right here in Memphis, in the, in the Memphis area, 85 Market Center Drive in Cairo. They've got the weight training development coaches, too, to improve that part of your game as well, that athleticism, as Eric Castletown was pointing out to me. His son, he's improved his vertical out at Chew360, 